0: Welcome back, guys. It is Amber Lee here for Shocker Girl Radio. I'm your spiritual BFF, keeping it real. I'm from the Shocker Girl Co. If you have heard of it, if you haven't, check it out. Anyways, I don't even know where I'm going with this, but Tori Doobie is here on today's episode. She's so cool, you guys. It's not just a cool last name. She's as cool as, you know, they come and she is so she's a holistic nutritionist but she's also an energy worker so she helps women heal their bodies and their relationships with themselves with energy work it's actually really cool how she does this and she's really funny really high vibe super cool and the episode's really fun And she's sharing really fun things about how to use your energy to fix your food issues. She's telling us what foods to stop eating now. We're getting clear on the entire ecosystem of your life to create healthier and more mindful habits, plus using your healthy body to manifest everything you want in life. She also has a podcast called "The Excellent, An Excellent Example of Being Human, and it's so good. You guys need to check it out. So like I said, this is such a fun podcast. We spoke about how you can pretend wine makes you skinny. So keep listening to find out how, um, cause really it's all about the energy guys. And I believe that you can with energy, like make anything happen. I personally have been waking up every morning and looking in the mirror and doing like a really sexy pose and like popping my butt out and like flexing my abs and just being like, yeah, I'm fucking skinny. I'm fucking sexy. And I just feel like the more sexy you are feel, the more sexy you become guys. I actually, I can't remember if I've shared with you guys or not, but I actually put the password on my phone as my goal weight for Palm Springs. So that's happening, but we won't talk about what that weight is because a woman never tells. So speaking of Palm Springs, I need your recommendations, guys. Please send them. DM me. I've never been to Palm Springs. What do I need to see? What do I need to do? What do I need to eat? And also, if you guys didn't get a chance to win the meditation bundle, um... So I did a contest last week for my meditation bundle. If you didn't win, you can actually buy it. I'm officially launching it. So for you, it's $37, but for you guys, I'm giving you $10 off with the coupon code podcast. So it's $27. You get eight meditations plus an intro to meditation audio. I'm actually teaching you how to meditate, which is actually easier than you think. But you're going to learn how from me and of these eight meditations, there's one for each chakra and one that cleanses all the chakras to get them into motion, get all the right juju flowing for manifesting whatever the F you want. And these are literally the meditations that I did every single day to change my life from being stuck in a job, a relationship and a situation that I really hated to finally being able to like wildly manifest opportunities and like amazing people and I just had like way more energy when I started doing these meditations. I was just kind of like more positive, more fun, and I made a shit ton more money along the way that I would have never made if I didn't start meditating my ass off and doing these exact meditations and finally like launching my business and doing the things I wanted because I felt clear. So all you have to do, go to the show notes for the link. Uh, I'm going to put it in iTunes and SoundCloud. Or go to chakragirlmeditations.pagedemo.com, or sorry, .co. So chakragirlmeditations.pagedemo, so pagedem .co. Okay. So let's meditate our asses off. Let's go from hot mess to chic AF. It doesn't really rhyme, but I'm using it. Um, okay. Let's get into the chakra tip of the week while we're at it. Guys, there's this really amazing kundalini meditation called sat kriya. It's actually, I think, technically a pose, not a meditation. I don't know. Don't quote me on that. But basically, sit on your knees, you put your hands in the sky and like clasp your hands and just kind of like not clasp your hands, but you touch your hands together and then fold your thumbs in, you know, how the yogis do. So You literally keep your hands up in the sky like that for 11 minutes and you pump your stomach in and out. And you literally like when you, um, so you're going to chant at the same time. So the chant is satnam, which is like a very common, uh, chant for Kundalini. I don't know what it means, but I think it's good. And when you say sat, you kind of like clench everything in like, clench the vaj, clench the butt, inhale, like really like whip your belly in so that you're like exhaling, like really harsh, like, um, on the sat and then nam, you kind of relax and like let the air fill back up. So sat, you kind of like whip it in, nam, you let it go. You can probably, I mean, I know for a fact that you can like Google sat kriya and get like a better video tutorial rather than me trying to just explain it, but Let me tell you guys, it works so good. So it removes stuck energy. It pumps up your kundalini energy. So your kundalini energy is like your solar plexus energy. It's like your life force. It is the shit that matters. So you got to pump that up and it removes stuck energy. It removes past conditioning. It removes any drama you're holding on to like that loser you dated when you were 18 where you still cringe when you smell anything that resembles CK1. Like you got to get those vibes and that's old stale energy out of there with the sat kriya guys. It leaves space for intuition leave space for manifesting, and it just brings in better freaking vibes. So you heard it here first, Sat Kriya. Um, Kriya is spelled, I think, K-R-I-Y-A. So, okay. When I did this, when I was doing the Sat Kriya, so I had to do like a 40-day Sat Kriya challenge. And it's hard, guys. Like leaving your arms up there for 11 minutes is not easy. That in itself, like you deserve reward for that. But there are also other rewards like dreaming about people and then seeing them, dreaming that you're married to Eminem. Okay. That was just my case. I don't know if that was a good thing or a bad thing. Manifesting random shit. I had the weirdest things happen to me when I was doing the Sat Kriya. You guys like literally like dreaming about someone and then seeing them the next day happens like numerous times. It makes you psychic AF. So do the Sat Kriya, pump that Kundalini energy. And go buy my meditations too, because you guys are really going to like them. So super excited. Let's get in today's episode with Tori Doobie. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Shocker Girl Radio. So excited to have Tori Doobie here. On paper, she is a holistic nutritionist that specializes in helping women overcome body shame and disordered eating so they can focus on the stuff they actually care about. But in action, she's an energy healer. And I can't wait to hear about how she integrates energy healing. Um, So, all of her work really revolves around finding integrity with one's personal energy within their ecosystem, which is so cool and such a totally unique way of doing things. So she works one-on-one with private clients. She has group courses. Um, Her group course is called the Power Posse, and she also hosts wellness retreats, which is so cool. So super excited. Tori believes that Um, Our obstacles are really our instruments for personal evolution and that we can utilize our greatest hangups for our greatest victories. How beautiful is that? So I think it's divine timing that you're here today, Tori, because I need to hear this stuff. So welcome.
1: (laughs) Oh, amen. Isn't it always divine timing? Thank you so much for
0: having me. You're so welcome. So I want to get into some quick slumber party questions to just warm things up and for us to get a good idea of who you are. So tell us first, what is your daily practice?
1: Oh, goodness. I, as many other women, uh, get really excited and go like a thousand degrees in one direction. Yeah. (laughs) And and then I'll learn something new and then change it. So right now my daily practice is really just exercise in the morning, which doesn't always happen. Mm -hmm. And um, a big manifestation exercise that I do and some journaling.
0: Mm, tell us about your manifestation exercise.
1: Yeah. Oh, yes. It's, um, okay, so it's a this little morning manifestation kit that I created for all my clients. And as we know, with manifestation, it's all about just generating emotion and en- enthusiastically generating high vibration emotion. So basically, you put what you want in the center. And then there are all of these writing prompts that just get you emotionally To a match for what you want in the center. And I can totally go way more in depth with that if you want. But essentially, I'm just generating high vibration emotions. So I just like get my positivity boulder rolling with great enthusiasm right out the gates. And then I can start my day.
0: I love that. So you're really like getting on the vibration of already having the thing that you want to manifest. Yes. yes, Love it. Such a great way to start the day. Awesome. What is your favorite book of the moment?
1: Oh, of the, I'm reading Woman code, Women code by Alyssa Vitti right now, which I'm really, really digging. Have you read that?
0: No, but I read The Girl Code. Is it like the same thing? I'm guessing not.
1: I don't know. Woman <laughs> Code is all about balancing your hormones to like- Oh, practice. oh my God. I need to, I need to read this. It's a damn good book. You got to check it out. It's really practical too. So, oh. and does she, like have like, does she
0: have like good takeaways and like things to do?
1: Yes. It's really in alignment with energy integrity. You would love it, but it's also a lot of practicality with food and chemicals that we put on our body, just all really emphasizing the fragility of our endocrine system, which sounds so lame and sterile as I'm saying now, but it's actually super inspiring because tiny tweaks to to make these huge shifts. So,
0: Okay. We're going to need to hear more about that for sure. But before that, what is your guilty pleasure?
1: Oh, okay. I had buy this tea. That's like $90. And my boyfriend wants to me, <laughs> um, gold tea from Organifi. Okay. I'm going to need to try this. What is so amazing about it? It, it, uh, it, I, it tastes like gold. I don't know. It is so <laughs> delicious, but it also has adaptogens in it. So it has reishi mushroom, which like lulls you to sleep each night. So we drink it every night and it's really too expensive. Uh, but it's so bomb every time we run out, I just can't help myself to buy some more.
0: Well, you can't put a price on good sleep, so I'm all for it.
1: Yes, I know. <laughs> I have to tell you, I went to an event a couple weeks ago and like this stuff is always on my radar. I'm so excited anytime it's around. And we came in for one of the conferences and we all had a big tub of it on our chair. So I just manifested three. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Lucky
0: you. Okay. So done. I think I'm going to order it today. Yes. You'll love it. (laughs) Awesome. What is the cheesiest TV show or movie that you're obsessed with?
1: Mm, right now we're on a friend's binge. Oh, really? Yes. I'm getting sad because we're almost on season 10 and then it's going to be over, but
0: start it again. Yep. Right. I did that with the office. I've
1: watched it like five times. And when it's oh, over, I'm like, all right. Start at the beginning again. We did that too. I know. But now it's at the point where I watch an office episode. And I'm like, I feel like I just watched this still. Like I, know. I, need, I need a yeah. little space. So I'm not reciting yeah. every single line with every yes. character. <laughs> Who's your favorite character? Mm, definitely Michael Scott. I was really okay. sad on the later yeah. seasons when he wasn't there anymore.
0: I Okay, I don't even watch those ones. Like, I can't with those seasons.
1: They're still really funny, but just – he just has an energy that's so contagious and infectious. Yeah,
0: definitely. Okay, what – who is your girl crush of the
1: moment? Mm, I want to say Lori Harder. Who is Lori Harder? Lori Harder, she is. So she – Started out in the fitness universe through bodybuilding competitions, and mm. her message has just morphed to authenticity and standing in your womanhood and being a big goober. And I just went to her Bliss Project a couple weekends ago, and she is just the epitome of goober up on the stage, and it it makes her ten million times more beautiful. So okay, still you, having, having a Bliss so Project. Much I know having I a Bliss like Project to- hangover still.
0: Oh, okay. So what did you do at the Bliss Project?
1: Just Three days of just inspired speakers, lots of digging deep, journal writing, meditations, exercise. It was just the full shebang. It was awesome.
0: Okay. Now I want to look her up. Is it Lori? (laughs) Like, Lori, like, how do you spell it?
1: L-O-R-I.
0: Oh, okay. L-O-R-I. H-A-R-D-E-R. Oh, she's so cute.
1: She is.
0: Okay. Following. Oh my God. I love her already. (laughs) Okay. New person to follow. Love it. Um, Okay. So loved all that. Now I want to know, how did you get started in this journey of becoming, you know, this amazing businesswoman that you are today?
1: Mm. Oh my goodness. Well, so I had an eating disorder that started probably when I was 11 years old. And of course, eating disorders, they change shape throughout the years, but Some shape followed me around all the way till I was in my mid 20s, and I decided to go back to school for holistic nutrition. And my thinking was if I knew everything about food, then I could eat perfectly and I'd be skinny, but still be, quote, healthy. So I thought I could, like, cheat the system. And yeah, as we know, intentionality heals. And the more that I had to show up with two feet in my classes and I had to look at myself in the mirror and I had to really get honest with what was going on. I started to organically heal my bullshit that was hiding behind the eating disorder. And Mm -hmm. my program was called mind, body, transformational psychology. And it really was a mind, body transformation. (laughs) Yeah. And so, yeah, I finished school in 2015 and I've just been working with women to overcome their bullshit stories since. So how does the energy work? factor into the nutrition
0: and and what kind of results do they see as a result of using the energy work?
1: Absolutely. So because food is just so literal, we have to eat food every day. We understand the formula of like, I eat this, my body metabolizes it. And then affects how I show up in the world. So let's say that you ate Snickers bars before you were about to do a podcast interview. You show up on that podcast much differently than if you had like a nourishing salad or soup or chia pudding or whatever it may be. Yeah. So we understand that concept. So then we start to pull the lens back and look at what I call your ecosystem. And your ecosystem is everything that makes up your life, which we're never taught that all of those things contribute to our health and happiness. If you remember from high school, biology class, an ecosystem is a system of living, breathing, moving parts that are all contributing to the health of the whole. So I noticed that when I had nutrition clients – when I first started coaching, it was just straight nutrition. And then I was like, well, okay, they can follow the directions, but nothing's changing or they'll go back to their old habits. So what is it? And then I realized, okay, it's actually self-esteem. So then we focus so much more on self-esteem and then we realized nobody knows why they have low self-esteem. So the ecosystem was born. Cause we're like, let's map out everything and let's look in each section of your life and say, okay, what is robust and gets to stay? And what are we going to lean more into? And then what's toxic and shitty and needs to go? So that's how the ecosystem was born. And in terms of energy, really what we're doing is we're just finding integrity within each section of our lives in these little bits, using the same formula as I ingest this, my body metabolizes it and it allows me to show up in a certain way, which we can use that example for media, for the TV shows that we watch, for the conversations we have, for the community that we keep. But we always start with food because we get to affirm that relationship and just become really intimate with it. So then we can translate it to the the more vague things. Like I read this book, I metabolize the message. It allows me to show up like this in the world.
0: Right. So I, and I love that because I feel like right now people just kind of think, oh, it's diet and exercise. Like those are the kind of two only things that matter. Right. And you know, or some people even try to just do one of them. They're like, oh, well, I can eat shitty because I work out or, you know, or the other way around. And I mean, that's something that I've definitely struggled with as well. So what are the other kind of areas that people should be looking at?
1: Yeah, it's everything. So kind of the the basics that we always touch on and everybody's ecosystem is different, right? Because you might have your church be a big part of your ecosystem or you might volunteer at the children's hospital. And that's a massive part of your ecosystem. But the basics pretty much are physical health, mental health, your career, money, relationships, and then, and passions. Can't forget passions. So passions, most clients are like, I don't even know what my passions are anymore. And kind of the trick is the passions is the most important part. Cause we're, we're talking about, getting into alignment, right, which I like to explain is just simply when your mind, your body, your soul, they're all lined up and on the same page, on the same wavelength. They're all like, okay, we're all looking in the same direction. So if we're looking towards alignment, what gets us into alignment? High vibration, emotion, joy, fun, intimacy, right? And all of those are available to us most easily within our passions. Mm -hmm. So a lot of my work is really just teaching clients awareness around these things. So then they can make empowered choices. And then once they start seeing the benefits of their empowered choices, now they're freaking unstoppable. Now they just have a magic wand and they get to create whatever they want.
0: I love that. And I I think it's so true. Some people have no idea what they're passionate about. And it's like, how can you like raise your vibration if you don't even know what you're trying to raise it to, or like what you're trying to manifest. And then you're kind of just in this rut.
1: Yeah. And that's why we start with food too, because the The translation is is so gratifying and literal when you start eating foods that aren't gunking up the system, right? Because we have this body machine and it's our container for the magic that lives within us. But the container needs to be well nourished, needs to be fed, it needs to be clean and clear so we can access the magic within us. Most people have never even accessed their intuition. They're like, wait, what? There's something guiding me. We need to eat properly, fuel the machinery. So the systems aren't clogged so and true.
0: That's, I, I always say that to my clients too. Like yeah. you need to have a clear channel. Like it's not going to come to you if your energy is like all out of whack. You have like, there's so much potential, you mm-hmm. know, once you get into that alignment and at, even further down the road, even like the chakra alignment and mm-hmm. yeah, just like connecting all of those pieces. It's like, you kind of don't even know how powerful you are until you've started
1: that journey. Absolutely. And something we talk about often is this is not about willpower. Like, we didn't come here as human beings to just try to will ourselves individually into evolution. We came to plug into this big circuit of humanity. And we are most powerful, the most powerful contributors when we are our shiniest, lighthousiest versions of ourselves. And you can't just will yourself to get there. So, when I talk about energy healing, All of that work is bringing people towards alignment. So that's energy healing in itself, teaching people to have integrity with their own energy just through these micro decisions throughout the day. That's energy healing. But then there's also this piece that I bring where I show up and I see you freaking perfect. You're absolutely perfect, exactly as you are. And I invite you into that energy. And then you start to build that muscle memory of that. So people leave sessions and they go, oh my gosh, I felt so high. I felt unstoppable. And I'm like, yeah, that's called alignment. That's available to us always. So I think as healers, as coaches, as artists, whatever we are, when we just simply align ourselves into high vibration and we reach the hand down and we say, hey, I'm up here and you're perfect exactly as you are. Come meet me. That's the greatest gift we can give. Mm -hmm. Not even talking about the, the tools and the techniques that we offer. It's the energy that's the greatest gift we can give.
0: So true. I always say that just being in your energy, like someone being in your energy can be enough to really support them and and, and getting them onto a higher vibration. And what you're saying as well as just totally speaking my language about getting into alignment rather than trying to like hustle and force things and use your willpower and like, you know, discipline. And I don't even like using the word discipline. I think it's just like self-compassion. Mm-hmm. I it love is. that. So where do you think people, women especially, start to kind of cultivate this negative body image in the first place?
1: I mean, I know for me, it was the moment I started hitting puberty and my body was changing. It was like, all of a sudden, woof, I was in my body and I saw these little boobies growing and I'm like, yeah. what the fuck are those? And I got my period before everybody and somebody outed me at a sleepover. And I remember just wanting to like melt through the floor. That is the worst. I had the same
0: experience. And it's just like, oh, like being ashamed of something so natural in your
1: body. And then that just kind of like starts it off. Yes. And then I also have this memory. My mom, my, I mean, our parents are doing the best they can. Right. But my mom never had a mom to teach her. So then when I got my period, I remember I just shoved wads like a boat of toilet paper in my underwear for like a whole year. Because I didn't know what to do and I didn't feel like I could talk to my mom. And I remember one day I wore these white pants to the store with my mom and I come home and I there's just blood everywhere and she never even told me. And so like it just affirmed like this is shameful. We are not talking about this. This is embarrassing. I don't want to talk to you about it. And so I think that meets Magazines, TV shows, all the 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 messaging that we're just ambushed with all the time. That that self consciousness meets this external messaging; it just is the perfect formula for stay small, stay shameful. Yeah. Please, others look perfect.
0: Yeah, a hundred percent. So, what do you think is one thing that everyone can do today to kind of recondition how we see ourselves?
1: I think what you said: self compassion, self love is. Yes, you can have a future vision for where you want to go, but self-love is looking at yourself exactly where you are and saying, Hey, dude, you are exactly where you're supposed to be right now. Your body looks exactly how it's supposed to look because there's a lesson in this. There's something you're supposed to learn. I love you body exactly as you are. Mm,
0: I love that. What a beautiful, like what a beautiful thing to journal or like say to yourself in the mirror every morning
1: just even looking back in my trajectory with my body, all of those moments that were seemingly the shittiest moments right on the other side was a really big lesson that I had the opportunity to, to make use of if I wanted. Many times I didn't make use of the lesson, right? I just opted mm-hmm. out and I stayed in my, my negative patterning. But every time that I decided to, to pick, pick a better choice, a new level of awareness came about and that new level of awareness gave me the opportunity to make more empowered choices and it's just kind of this foundation that we're building for ourselves and that never ends mm-hmm. i mean if you hit pure enlightenment most likely you'll just die cuz like your human mission is over like this is the point of humanity is just to come and learn in these little bites
0: hundred percent. I love, I always say like new levels, new devils. And like, once you get to like a new place and you cross a new barrier, there's something else waiting for you, but it's something that's going to make you stronger and, you know, allow you to help other people. And I love that. Absolutely. So I have a question that's pretty much just for me. Okay. (laughs) What would you say to someone who identifies themselves as being really social and has like two to three plans per week that include Drinking or eating at a restaurant, like what can you do to like maintain, um, to like really nourish your vessel and and you know keep eating clean when there's so many things.
1: Absolutely. So number one is there's never a should or a shaming or there's nothing because right away that's low vibration that totally knocks us out of alignment before we even start the freaking conversation. So number one, this this social person that we're talking about, <laughs> me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're already doing great. So first, I would map out your ecosystem. And um, basically, what the ecosystem looks like is there's a little circle in the middle, and I usually just put a smiley face in it, and that's just you. And then we have these, like, spider legs coming off of it, and each spider leg at the end has a bubble. Are you envisioning this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So then each bubble is just an area of your ecosystem. So, like, you'll have physical health, you'll have mental health, you'll have emotional health take some 15 minutes and just map out the whole ecosystem so you can have this aerial view of it. And then for each bubble, write three things that get to stay because they're nourishing. And then three things that are potentially toxic. So let's say that in your physical bubble, you write drinking alcohol four times a week is toxic, right? Mm -hmm. So you don't change anything. You just hang it up on the wall. That's the first step. So now I always say the three steps to positive change are willingness, and willingness is the hardest part, and you're already willing because you just asked the question. If you weren't willing, you would just pretend that you didn't see and you would look the other way. Yeah. I'd be like, oh yeah, what I'm doing is totally normal. Everyone eats at restaurants every day. Right. (laughs) So then the second tier is awareness. And if you build up the ecosystem, you already have this data to work with, and it doesn't define you. doesn't mean you have to do anything with it, but at least you have the data Upon which you can build an empowered choice. So then you hang it up. And then the third piece is when you are ready, you just start making micro empowered choices. So, say you have one glass of wine at dinner and you're like, you know, I feel like this is knocking me out of alignment a bit. I feel like my energy is draining. What is the most nourishing choice I can make right now? And sometimes it's, I want another glass of wine because I'm having a blast. And then you just dive in with two feet. Yeah.
0: Or but it's you not just about, say, like, making restricting rules. It's about, like, feeling, like, in the moment, like, how do I actually feel? What do I
1: actually want to do? Yes, and that alone, like, that's tapping into your intuition, and your yeah. intuition is the greatest guide. I love that, and it's, like, just because I usually drink
0: three glasses of wine doesn't mean that I have to, you know, and I think that's something that I've definitely been learning lately. And just like finding what works for you is just so important without like restricting yourself or without like shaming
1: yourself. Absolutely. And you have the whole rest of the day or the day leading up to the the event to make other choices that are nourishing. So just, it's a holistic picture that you're building So there are no rules anywhere. It's just awareness and it's just being honest with yourself, which is literally the work of being a human being. That's all we're here to do is just like, look at our shit and say, okay, what gets to say? What gets to go? And we just keep walking towards the stuff that gets to say. And one day you're going to look around and be like, oh my gosh, I love everything. Yeah,
0: totally. So what foods do you think we totally need to cut out? Like do
1: not eat them. Hmm. I don't know. I I think – let's word it like this. I bet if people started to really take inventory of what they were feeling when they ate, ate these mm-hmm. foods, they would probably cut them out themselves. Right. But like fluorescently colored anything, <sighs> repulsive, um, <gasps> anything that has a, sh- a really extended shelf life, like think of it. In that food, if there are preservatives, think of those preservatives now going into your own cells and hardening them and like clogging up and right. preserving – a process that should be continually cleansing, yeah. right? Um, fried shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just the really obvious stuff. Even even according to Alyssa Vitti in her book, and I never make coffee rules for people, but now that I, I mean, I've known that coffee knocks me out of alignment so far. Yeah. I cannot I do like coffee.
0: You can't get so whacked. Like I will just feel like a total psychopath if I drink a coffee.
1: I yeah, I pretty much do too. Yet it's so delicious. It's so good. And the smell. (laughs) And
0: sometimes but even if I have decaf, it's like I still feel like not quite right.
1: Yeah. Well, think of it. Every food holds an energy that you take on and it becomes part of your energy. Yeah. And then also everything that we ingest also holds the energy that we think about that food. So if you're already expecting that the coffee's going to fuck you up. It's going to fuck you up. Yes, exactly. That's so
0: true. And I love actually on your website, how you said you kiss your plants. I feel like
1: this is <laughs> kind of
0: like along the same line. It's like the energy that you put into something is
1: literally going to change it. Yes. And that's like, what is more fun than that? That's either yeah. terrifying to you or that is the most empowering thing ever Yeah, because you get to choose everything. I'm going to just say that wine makes me
0: skinny and just keep drinking it. (laughs) Perfect. Oh my God, guys. Wine makes me so skinny. I can drink as much as I want and I just like keep losing weight. That's my new belief
1: and I'm sticking to it. (laughs) I do believe that, okay, I really do believe that intentionality is the most important piece. Like if you were just to eat cardboard and wine, I think that if you could get behind that belief, I know this is like quite woo. But if you could get behind that belief so fully, I do think that that
0: would be your reality. I, I totally agree. Like, there are times where I'll, like, eat the same I'll, – I'll go away for a weekend or I'll go on a trip or something. And, you know, at the beginning of the trip, if I'm like, oh, I don't want to, like, gain weight on this trip, like, I want to make – and I'm, like, all, like, dreading it, like, I will look and feel like shit at the end. But if I'm, like, I'm just going to have fun and I look great and everything's fine, then it's, like – a totally different
1: experience yeah yeah I agree do you listen to Abraham Hicks oh yeah I'm all, oh yeah I'm all yes. about it so she says like energy comes first the other yeah. stuff they affect us because we hold beliefs about them so yeah like the healthy foods and stuff they they positively affect us because because we hold such deep beliefs about them so it's basically just a tool to help us get into alignment. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So I'm literally starting a new experiment with wine. <laughs> okay. Okay. Go for it. it. The trick is, is that you have to, you I have, have to really to believe, believe it. it. Yes. Okay. Because if you don't, it's like jumping out of a plane without a parachute. That's the analogy that Abraham uses. Yeah. Like you need the parachute is the healthy food, do you know what I'm saying? Like we need—yeah—most people need the buffer belief to help yeah. them get to healing. Totally. It's a massive leap to suddenly just believe that, like you can cure cancer with your brain.
0: Yes, yeah. But I bet you can. I feel like you can too.
1: Yeah, I really—it's all just one way. big game that we're. It's just a big experiment that we're I know. So we're have fun like- with
0: it. Totally. I, me and my friend, we, we had had a few glasses of wine in Bali and we were just talking about, we're like, life is like a video game (laughs) and you're just like a player in the video game. And you're just like, you know, it's so true. You just, you're just kind of like figuring it out. And yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of wild. If you go like really on a deep
1: dive of like how Mm -hmm. in control we actually are, it's Mm kind of wild. Well, the, the blessing in it is we think that we're figuring out to hit this end goal, but the figuring out is the whole freaking point. So if you yes. like that, you're good. You're already doing it. That's yes. the whole point of my podcast is you're already an excellent example of being human
0: because you're yes. already
1: doing the human thing. You're already fucking rocking it.
0: Yes. That's it. So tell us more about your podcast. Yeah. So I, can I tell you a big secret too? Of course, I won't tell okay. anyone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have even said this really aloud aside from my boyfriend who just hears my new freaking ideas every four minutes. So he's just like, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> my, my dream is to just create this excellent example of being human universe. And like, I love my clients. Yeah. But holistic health is a tool in my toolbox. It's not me. Does that make sense? Yeah. So the, the me that is the actual magic is just be be yourself. And that's my messaging is like, you're already fucking killing it. Just keep doing more of being yourself. Yeah. So my big dream is to create this, an excellent example of being human community universe that I just welcome people in. And it's just like massive high vibe tribe. We do beautiful work in the world, whether that's just like within our own little ecosystem or we're building Schools in Africa, um, but that's where I'm heading. That's where the oh whole. Oh gosh! Head. I love this, and I want to be in this tribe. Yes, come be the tribe. <laughs> so the podcast, how it was born is I just took November of last year, and there's this thing called NaNoWriMo and it's National Novel Writing Month. It's okay. every November, and you just commit to writing a whole book in November. Oh wow! did you do this? I did it. And so I've been wanting to write this book forever. And this is really woo again, but every time I've seen like a psychic or a healer, they're like, where's your fucking book? And I'm like, I don't know what this book is that you want me to write. And it's been pissing me off for like seven years. And so I just said, I'm just going to show up every day and I have to write 1,667 words every day to make a whole book. And I just did it. And I ended up with two books. Oh my gosh. That is wild. What are the books? So are they like out there? Like, are they available? No. So that's the thing is they also, how I am just in my need to question and chew on and like these books could, I could take the next decade to keep editing them and adding them. And you Mm -hmm. know how it is like, yeah, beliefs are evolving every single freaking day. So yeah. How the podcast was born, as I said, okay, I've created all of this content. I just love storytelling. I just love inviting people into my universe and we can have a laugh over the strange ass shit I've done. Like I have just had so many weird ass careers. (sighs) And so the podcast was just born out of me talking about all of these silly stories and inviting you in. And then also just having casual chats with friends about their stories And so the podcast has excerpts of these two books that aren't even books yet. They're just two documents. Oh, so maybe these psychos and healers
0: are just like a little bit in the old times and don't understand that the podcast is your book.
1: (laughs) I like that better. (laughs) That's what I think. Tell us one of your weird stories about weird shit that you've done. Yeah. Okay. So when I was 19, one, I got a business scholarship to go to University of New Hampshire, which was like three minutes down the street from my house. And I was Mm -hmm. supposed to go to Boston university, but two weeks before school started, I just had an anxiety attack. and was like, I can't move all the way to Boston and just (sighs) went to UNH. So now I'm in business school on a business scholarship and a semester in, I'm like, I know this isn't for me. It just, it just isn't. I took this one class that I loved called risk in the human experience. And we had to go through all of these risks. And then we picked one risk for the whole class to like determine the viability of blah, 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 blah. And we picked the possibility of me moving to New York city. And at the end of the class, they picked, yes, it makes sense for Tori to move to New York city. So I just said, okay, fuck it. I'm going. <sighs> so I dropped out of school in 19 and I had been a dancer my whole life. So I was just dancing professionally. I was interning at Broadway dance center and to fund my life at this time, I waitressed in high heels in a bikini in times square. Oh, <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh. <laughs>
0: Wowzers. That right. is
1: wild. Tell me you have photos. Oh, I do have photos. Oh, what it was even better is that I just went through this. So I've never been stylish. Let me just, like, <laughs> I look at women like you and I'm like, how? How? Just- <laughs> I went to school for it. So, <laughs> okay. You're so polished and cohesive. I am a disaster. <gasps> I remember my New York City roommate went, What the hell are you wearing? I'm not hanging out with you if you continue to wear t shirts, Ugg boots, and those, like, wide leg jeans together. <laughs> So my bikini look, like I was in a bikini, but then my head did not look stylish. So I had like a really bad haircut with big glasses. I'll have to send you a pic. But I um, need to see this. Somehow it worked. So every night we had three pageants a night. So three times a night, the whole restaurant stopped, looked up on this big glass stage, and each waitress walked by one by one with a number on their bikini and said, Hi, I'm Tori from New Hampshire. I'm number nine. Hi to all my tables. Look I know. And then whoever won the pageant won an extra 50 bucks that they didn't have to tip out. So, Oh my, well, that's not, this isn't sexist at all. Oh, not at all. <laughs> so the beauty is of it, it though. Is this still a thing? Is this a restaurant? No, it's okay. been shut down. Yes. It's been shut. I actually showed up to work one day and it was just locked. That's how it was shut down. But the beauty oh. of it was, is all of these friends now, they're like international supermodels, doctors, surgeons, newscaster. Like they are all fucking killing it. And people- Oh my God. I
0: wonder how that is. I guess you have to be a pretty freaking confident person. So maybe it comes so. from the
1: confidence. Maybe that's the common denominator. I mean, it wasn't easy. Like we, so on one side we had David Burke as the chef. So we were serving really expensive food. So it wasn't like Hooters where like the people that came in were usually businessmen. I don't okay. know people. Yeah. But sometimes they would just be shitty. We- yeah. We- just in an environment like that. And we would just all gather in the back and be like, girl, you're okay. And we would just like be there for one another and be like, remember why you're here. You're, you're making money to be a nurse. Remember? Uh,
0: So you guys really just like helped each other and encouraged each other.
1: Yes. 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 I love that. (sighs) So that was one of my strange things. And through that, Um, I was invited to, um, I had a couple come in one day and I just was my normal dweeby doofus self as the waitress. Um, and they said hey do you want to come in for a screen test where we're we're trying to find a girl to do red carpet interviews and i was like yeah okay and then through that i started doing red carpet interviews so oh my god
0: just- <laughs> that is just so wild and it, i feel like did you at the time were you into manifesting like was that something that was on your radar
1: oh god no i had no idea what that meant
0: oh my do you think you somehow manifested all this though just through like wild dreams and like
1: Really I thinking. absolutely did. I yeah. just, I just let myself have so much fun in whatever I was doing, and then that's when we get so confused, right? Because then I say, okay, but I love dancing, but I also, I also did stand up comedy, and like, but I love stand up comedy, and then we get confused because we're like, I don't know what direction to go. I like too many things, and I have so many clients who come to me with that, and we have to peel back the roles and go, girl, but what's at the center of it? You having fun. That's really what the magic is. Is you can show up and have fun. In all of these different things. Mm-hmm. hundred percent. And I think, well, and I think today it's so
0: much, I don't want to say easier, but it's so much more available to just have, like, a personal brand that you mm-hmm. can kind of do everything. Yes. Yeah. You know, like, you can be a you know holistic nutritionist you can host events you can you know there's so many things that you can do under the umbrella of everything that you represent
1: yeah i i think it's just the future
0: of where our world is going to go i think so too and and what's so beautiful about it is that everything that we do is done from a place of empowering other people to do yes. you know to live their truth and to do what they want to do and yeah. Gosh. I'd love to see like what the world is like, like a hundred, 200 years from now. I think it's I know.
1: Gonna be so high vibe. Well, I bet we'll just be floating orbs of energy looking down on the earth or we'll just be reincarnated like 17 more times and get to yeah. hang out. And- yeah. I
0: want to, I definitely want to hang out then. <laughs> like- <laughs> want to see it. Um, so you're also a registered hypnotherapist. So there's another interesting tidbit.
1: How does that, like, do you use that with your I clients? I not really use it. It's funny. It was just like one of the layers in my program and uh, I could have picked that or farming. Like that was... Okay. <laughs> And I, I don't know. I just was in New York city at the time, like uh, looking out the window, like, well, I'm not really sure how farming works into my degree here. So I guess I'm doing hypnotherapy. I do love hypnotherapy, but it's like anything else. The person has to, like their subconscious has to want to be in on the change Yeah. or else it's not going to happen. So I think like NLP, I think even journaling can be more powerful than hypnosis because if the person doesn't actually want to lose the weight, quit smoking, change their story, it's just not going to happen. Right. That makes
0: sense because at least when you're kind of like doing it on your own and you're like journaling and like doing the work, saying the mantras and all of that stuff, you're like doing it with intention. It's not someone saying it for you or telling you what to do.
1: Yes. I mean, hypnosis is really, it kind of, you bring your brainwaves down to the state of meditation where you're just really open. So if you think of meditation, like visually, you're just kind of allowing your thoughts to fall away. So you have this blank canvas. And that's just where you're going with hypnosis. And then using the language of the client, the hypnotherapist starts implanting affirmations. Mm, Yeah. So it's really just this co-creation of creating a new story, but I think you can get there through meditation. I think. Yeah. There's easier ways. Yes. All of these tools are awesome and we can, and we could use them and have a blast and just like plug into the circuit of all of these brilliantly talented, amazing souls sharing their gifts. But I do believe we can heal ourselves.
0: Oh, hundred percent. You are speaking my language, girl. I love it. So <laughs> I want to talk about, so we have a segment called manic moments and manifesting. So I want to talk about the last meltdown that you've had and the last thing you've manifested. So I'll go first okay? Just to give you time to think about it. So, I have to think of like three of these weeks. So mine's kind of a repeat of one <laughs> that I've kind of already done. But I still, for the last, it's been like probably three weeks now. I still have 65 unread emails. And no matter how, no matter what I do, and they're these are like people, like these are humans I need to reply to. Um, and no matter what I do, I'll get down. I haven't been able to get past 65. I was at 101. At one point and I'm down to 65, but the 65 is stuck with me and not that I'm having a meltdown about it, but I am really like, it is in the back of my mind and I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna work on it, working on it tonight. Um, but, and and then another positive note on that, I'm back on the yoga. So I feel like I'm going to feel more zen. So I've been like, I've always done yoga since I was like 20, like early twenties. And I, I've been going to the gym. So I have like a personal trainer. He's like, oh, let's do three days instead of two. I'm like, yeah, that's great. And then I just kind of kept not doing yoga and I would like do Pilates a couple days a week and like go to a bar method class or whatever. But, um, the yoga just kind of fell away and I kind of didn't even realize it wasn't even a conscious decision, decision to stop doing yoga. I just kind of started doing all this other stuff. And I think this is like contributed to this, like, constant like, oh my God, I have so much to do. I can't get to my emails. So now I'm back on the yoga and I already feel like a different fucking human. Like I feel (laughs) so different. And the yoga is helping me with the emails in its own way. So there's that. We're dealing with it.
1: Love it. I love, (laughs) I love how you call it the yoga, the yoga back on the yoga. (laughs) Okay. So the meltdown was that you had the 65 emails and it's just been lurking and
0: it's and, and it. it's still lurking, but now I'm feeling better about it and managing it.
1: Beautiful. Yeah.
0: How about you? What is your okay. most recent meltdown?
1: <sighs> like useless meltdown or like a real thing happened? Uh, either or. Okay. Well, um, useless meltdowns. I have those often. And what's funny is I <laughs> had this conversation on a podcast episode a couple weeks ago with Karen Kenny, who's just such a badass spiritual mentor, and she went, yeah, I don't have those. And I was like, Ugh. oh, okay. What? Um,
0: <laughs> I think it's, I mean, I don't know. I feel, I feel like the premise of my podcast is <laughs> to make it okay to have a meltdown. Perfect.
1: <laughs> All right. It's. it's I doctor, just know it's perfect. a part of my my cycle. It's it like, yeah, a hundred percent. one meltdown a week, and then the other side, we go- oh, I'm totally
0: fine. Exactly. So I'll be like, why am I being so crazy? Why can't I stop? And I'm like, oh, now I know.
1: <laughs> um, so I have an existential crisis like every, every week probably. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's usually just me crying on my floor and my dog licking me. And then Aww. we collect ourselves and we go for a walk and then we're like, oh wait, the sun is shining. I can breathe air in my lungs all as well yeah all as well (laughs) what kind of dog do you have i have he is a mexican street dog mutt (laughs) (laughs) those are the best though he is so freaking sweet he is amazing he mirrors my energy so much so the the more i get worked up and anxious the shittier he is oh my
0: god same yes
1: it's the worst
0: i mean when i first started doing the podcast my i was so nervous being like, oh my God, is my dog going to bark while I'm doing this? And then he would like a psycho. But now that I'm like, whatever, if he barks, he barks, he never barks. So
1: yeah, doggy is so funny. So what was the meltdown about? Um, I think this one was knowing what I want to create. It it was just a business one. I mean, it's always a business one. It's always, we just want to be so authentic and we feel how good that feels. But then like we have all these people yapping in our ear. Well, you have to do this and you have to have this funnel. Yes. So just one of those typical, boring, not even interesting ones.
0: Yeah. Kind of like, oh, I should be doing this, but I should also be doing this. But how the fuck am I going to find the time to do it
1: all? That's yeah. Kind of, that's so easy to get to the point where you are just checking off all the shit on the list and not even doing the parts that you like of your life. Right? I know. I know. It's like, this is supposed to be fun.
0: Like I'm, mm-hmm. I like just had a moment where I'm just like, you know what? I just like. I just need to schedule an appointment with my assistant and just like give her everything. I'm like I haven't even told her this, so maybe she'll listen. To this, but I'm just going to like I'm just going to like make her my business manager and get her to hire an assistant because perfect. I just, I just can't anymore. It's just a lot. It's a and lot. You don't
1: have to. You want to operate in your zone of genius. Yeah. And very the 65
0: quickly... unread emails.
1: Yes. My <laughs> zone of genius is not doing shit I don't like to do. Exactly. So true. So what is the last thing you manifested? This is a really beefy one. So um, I just moved to San Diego mm-hmm. with the man of my dreams in the Aww. apartment of my dreams. Aww. So cute. It was literally on a vision board like a year, two years before I had a splendid life by the sea, and I was living in New York City at the time, so that was not a splendid life by the sea. And then I had a big picture underneath of a guy eating broccoli, and I just called him my broccoli man. Oh my god! <laughs> and this is the first time I ever let any real estate on a vision board have anything to do with my personal life because I thought, mm-hmm. like, no, I need to be a badass boss. Business. And it's only about yeah. business. It's only and, about money and business. <laughs> yeah. And then the whole board was like, "No, actually, well, I just want you have a life." Die in a splendid life by the sea. And then, yeah, it's just insane. Okay. So how long have you been together? We've been together. It's two years as of February. So, And years. how
0: did you meet?
1: So I moved out of New York city at the end of 2015. I just had one of those swipe my whole life into a sinkhole moments. Of and course. I moved back to, to New Hampshire and I had lived in New York for a decade. So this was like, I think I was in shock. So I just didn't even think about it. I was just like, I guess I'm moving home. And, um, when I was home, I was still running my business, blah, blah, blah. And I thought, okay, this is my chance to grieve and move through this with such integrity. I'm going to see what happens and it's going to be fun. So anytime I would feel like my anxiety rising, I was like, no alcohol, no shitty food, no texting old boyfriends, no going on dates and having sex. Just like verify that I still got it. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to go to the meditation corner and say some damn prayers, stare at a candle, just try to figure out how to do this on my own. Yeah. So that was in December. And then in January, all my friends are like, hey, T, you went home for Christmas and never came back. Like, where are you? And I said, oh, surprise, <laughs> Living out of New York, but I should come back and have a going away party. And I came back and my boyfriend came to the going away party. Aw. And so was he like a friend of a friend or? He was a friend of my sister's boyfriend and my sister was visiting from LA. So it was just like all of these weird synchronicities. Oh my gosh. So did he live in LA? The bo- so Patrick is my boyfriend now. And yeah, my sister and her boyfriend lived in LA and they were visiting for the week. Okay. But he and lived in New York. He lived in New York and okay. we never met before. So we met like literally weeks after I moved out of the city and then did long distance New Hampshire to New York. And it was just really weird. It started with a Facebook message. I signed it, Be in my life, love Tory. And that Aww. hooked him right in, you know? That's so cute. <laughs> and oh God, I love yeah. That story. It just was, it didn't make any sense at all. But that was, it was, we were just so happy and giddy about one another. We never even talked about logistics for months. And then we're like, oh, wait, maybe we might want to like live in the same part of the country sometime.
0: So did you guys move, both move there? Did you move back to New York? Did he move to New Hampshire? Like how
1: did, or did you guys just be like, let's just go to California and move there? So then we both moved to Indianapolis, which is where he grew up. A really cool city. And we're like, let's just try something new. And we thought we were going to stay there and we were there for a year and he was applying to law schools and we lived five minutes away from the law school that we, he, we were pretty sure he was going to get a full scholarship to. And we're like, perfect, walk to school, all is great. And then he got a bigger package to USD. And so- Oh my God, which I would say is, sounds like, I mean, that's
0: way more sure. my my situation that I'd want to be in. <laughs> so oh yeah. Yeah. Yes. So yes, yes. fun. Well, look at what what an amazing life you've manifested. Thank you. It just keeps getting better. So mine is a lot more materialistic.
1: I wanna and
0: I <laughs> am very open about my facial procedures. And I <laughs> have <laughs> I have had lip injections and I was just kind of like looking in the mirror being like, shit, like, I think they're gone now. I think it's like worn off. And then literally that day I got an email from Dr. Rose, who's the lady that does it. And she says that she wants to do it again for me. And she wants to do some kind of like Instagram contest. And she's just going to like do it for me. And I was like,
1: yay. Free lips. Free lips. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, manifestations, man, they just come in every form, right? I'm all about it. I am all yeah, I like about that. the free things. So, do you have the lips yet, or they're coming soon?
0: I have, they're coming soon. Lips okay. coming soon.
1: Awesome. <laughs> awesome.
0: Awesome. Um, awesome. Well, it was so great to have you. Um, how can people tell us how we can get in your community today?
1: come hang out on Instagram. My handle is Tori Dubes, T-O-R-Y-D-O-O-B-S. And you can come to my website, ToriDubes.com. And in terms of building the excellent example of being human community, it's coming, it's on the way. And for now, just come and hang out and listen to the podcast.
0: So fun. Okay. Okay. So wait, I have something to add, but I can't really remember what it was called. (laughs) Have you ever heard, I think it's called like the Venus Project. I don't know. What that is okay you need to look it up it just okay. it's its not at all what you're talking about but kind of it's basically like this these people who want to like set up this community I think on another planet or something like that <laughs> um, okay and, and they're like but like everyone so like there's no jobs but like everyone has like like there's no money that's what it is there's no money I everyone just that. has like a duty like some people are farmers people are Hairdressers and like you just do everything for everyone. I (laughs) I don't know. I feel like you need to just watch it to get some inspo. Okay.
1: Okay. (laughs) Wait. And then they want to move to Venus. Um, something like that. <laughs> I don't okay, really well. know. Like, I don't really know the details, but me and my husband
0: were like watching some documentary and it was like a part of it. And we were like, what is this? These
1: people are insane. But like, I love the concept, but I love it. Okay. Let's definitely it a check it more out. More realistic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mine will probably be an online community, but same. Okay. Different <laughs> planet, oh, okay. Interwebs. Um, I did have an alien come on my retreat before. He told us that he was an alien. Oh, wow. I've been in touch with the other side.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. So maybe he can help us find some real estate. (laughs) (laughs)
1: I'll send him a note after this.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. So fun. It was so great to have you and yeah, we'll be definitely pumping this out and I want everyone to go follow Tori. She has some really great content and such amazing tips and thanks so much for everything that you shared today. I know it's definitely helpful for me. (laughs) Um, and everyone else is going to
1: just be so happy with it. So thank you so much, Tori. Thank you. That was a blast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for being a chill chakra girl and tuning in to Chakra Girl Radio. Don't forget to subscribe and give us a five-star rating. You can find more info on chakras and on Amber Lee at thechakragirlco.com and follow all the glam and grounded goodness on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at the Chakra Girl Co. Amber Lee loves engaging with her listeners, so DM her anytime.